listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I be hating sucker MCs and the sucker niggas posing like they hard when they know they damn car. What you figure? Rhyme wise, I do the figure eight so concisely. Musically, we are the herbs, so sit back and light me. Inhale. My style is kind of fat, reminiscent of a whale. Young girls desire for the female dreams. I'll be the abstract poetic representing from Queens. Socially, I'm not a name. Black and white got game. If you came to the jam, well, I'm glad you came. See, niggas first with Jews deck in the deep south, falling out between the dome of the white man's mouth. It means that we will never grow. You know the word dummy. Other niggas in the community think it's crummy, but I don't. Neither does it you because we am brace adversity it goes right with the race and being that we use it as a term of endemic niggas start to bug to the dome is where the fear went hey welcome to the blackout test podcast your host rod and karen we're in the house on a monday uh wait wednesday i'm about to say don't push the weight back now you tired yeah we won't be here long y'all just telling y'all up front yeah uh this is my fourth show today so uh i'm a little tired sorry about that guys uh but uh yeah man uh it's a wednesday duh and uh <laughs> end of the week nigga end of the week uh for me uh finally get two days off in a row what's mm-hmm. what's up i know right uh you can find this podcast on itunes stitcher podomatic search the black Outers, leave us five star reviews we appreciate everybody takes the time out to do that the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today's podcast is brought to you by shadow doll productions who of course we have been on a couple of albums for theirs uh for audio plays um one of them is called the best of rod and karen the other is called sunspot and other ratchetness find it on itunes or wherever you get your music from you can find it on amazon wherever you get music from on there and you can also find it on spotify and title just search the best of rod and karen or sunspot and other ratchetness it'll come up we appreciate everybody takes time out to do that uh did i already say the official weapon of the show the taser and the unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme i don't know if i said that before or not guys it's all blending together at this point okay uh this is my third host for show okay we are just <laughs> we just cranking it out now guys um speaking of which if you're premium you guys can check out um uh we put out a new pregame and balls deep today also for the freemium folks you know what i'm saying so they didn't put in on this but we still gonna hook you up with some extra fries you can check out uh this too much our recap of the season finale of insecure it's on the regular feed mm-hmm. it wherever you're listening to this yes. if you're listening to this then it's available on your feed right now yeah y'all getting all types of shows you you premium you you're like well goddamn i got the double big mega didn't know it yeah uh bossy and me uh finally talked about the end of insecure and guess what guys uh next week this too much this is us comes back yes sir so this too much about to get popping up in here y'all about um, to be the y'all you what's wrong with y'all y'all double dipping yeah well you know it is what it is so we'll be back next week um so i hope you guys have brought your tissues for me and bossy talking about that shit <laughs> um and then we also were guests on the podcast we were guests on a couple of shows karen was a guest on podcast fandoms recap of the strain yes the end of that terrible ass series i had a ball with them 
um i did a other a review of the movie american assassin with tone from hot firestarter for all the premium folks you can find that in your feed and also karen and i were both on uh on um what's, what's the, the tea, tea? with nick Jew and reggie oh, that was so much fun talking about our favorite reality and least favorite reality show personalities Trip down uh, memory lane. from a lot of different shows obviously we couldn't get to every last one but uh if you guys want to just kind of go in there and talk and hear us talk with our friends it's out there on their feed already so uh i think that's everything i think uh, yeah we oh wait I- shit no that's not i also this saturday i did a guest spot on um the uh uh what is it called uh super tuesday yes with chris at the mtr network and a bunch of other guys and we talked about secret empire which is a comic books uh series for marvel with like you may have heard of it as hydra cap Mm -hmm. i have thoughts on it you may wonder what they are you can hear it there and it was really really good as somebody who didn't read it and just going off what y'all said it's really enjoyable to see people talk about stuff particularly if you have been seeing stuff popping online like if you've been following people and you've been seeing interaction across social media it kind of enlightens you on a lot of the the uh the things that go on behind that right so there you go now let's talk about all the stuff that we feel like talking about today um because i don't know what's up guys it's gonna be a lot of stuff being talked about today might do some heavy white people news today because we're trying to keep it light um ah lawrence fishburne and gina torres quietly split up last year after 14 years of marriage wow but to everybody that watched claws i knew a few months ago when she ah. was grinding on that white man on that living room floor i said now listen <laughs> ain't no way lawrence okay with that ain't no way it looked too real she was setting the cakes out for the gram and now it all makes sense she got caught uh kissing some random white dude in public and everybody was like <gasps> that ain't your man and uh come to find out they have they had secretly very quietly split a while ago mm-hmm. is now is is montana fishburn no she can't be they only been together 14 years well i mean i guess she could be but y'all remember montana fishburn no just me i remember okay yeah um is she her daughter i wonder i don't know is that i don't um, know because a lot of, lot of uh women women get married and they don't change like they keep their regular net regular name they don't change shit they were like mm. yeah we married but i don't i don't have to take change my name mm. anyway i don't know the answer to that uh i mean you guys may recognize montana fishburn uh from this 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 classic song joint, crazy from the yes! tip of flick I like, I like shaved pussies. I'm going to be honest with you, man. Your pussy shave. Yo, drop that. Oh, and it's shaved. Bubble for days. Check out a lace. Play sports of ran track back in the days. Down the play. Freaky ways. She got that snap back. Have your ass in the days. Ah. Yeah, man, yeah, man. She bad as shit. Lil' mama dope, baby fly. Shorty dick. Have a nigga lost. Catch him off. Guard and shit. Ain't intimidated. I'ma get up my game and sit. French tips on the toes. Playing clean on the hands. Bubble causing trouble. Sitting man in the pants. Pretty 
face, we skin after ten. We heading to the crib, mom gave me a chance. We hit the crib, that I wanna play. Then it's game off, oh and it's shade, oh and it's shade, oh and it's shade. So, um, I don't know if y'all remember Chippy D twerking it at, um, and uh i don't know is that they kid or not but either way um they uh oh wait no they have a daughter delilah from 2007 that's it so chippy d must be from a previous marriage right uh at any rate man lauren's taking these l's man gina torres was quite the catch um right because black don't crack yeah well i'm sure he'll be okay uh yeah he has two uh children uh from a previous marriage langston and montana uh with his wife hajna moss so previous interviews torres has often spoken highly of her estranged husband the two have actually worked together more than once including in his former nbc show hannibal uh i don't know oh well she out here kissing some white dude on the mouth swirling it up so it's a wrap uh jordan peele one of my faves Mm-hmm. is developing a nazi hunting tv drama oh shit so i think he took it the other way you know everybody been going to towards the hug nazis we just need to talk to them it could be figured out and he's like you know what we'll make some good tv hunting down some nazis seven months after signaling i mean after signing an overall tv deal jordan peele has lined up his first project he said to executive produce the drama the hunt a 1970 set nazi hunter drama from sonar entertainment david well is on board to pen the script and executive produce alongside pill a network is not yet attached insiders stress the project has already drawn itself uh a drawn interest from several potential bidders um inspired by true events the hunt follows a diverse band of nazi hunters in the 1970s america as they set out on a quest for revenge to for revenge and justice tracking and killing hundreds of nazis who with the unconscionable help of the u.s government escaped justice and embedded themselves in american society uh so there you go oh wait well didn't tell it to play this anyway yeah uh can't wait to watch that that would be fun oh i'm in i'm in for nazi cutting and killing them uh i hope you're sitting down when you hear this shocking news the american red cross failed to pay funds promised to many harvey victims no shit what oh oh no shit oh i'm sorry i thought we was gonna be shot um yeah i guess is uh i guess the the, the check didn't get there for right. a few people mm-hmm. i you know people would say why y'all telling people not to give this is why yeah um and other sad news it's time for a lot of y'all to grow up oh shit what's happening toys r us done filed for bankruptcy i'm surprised they've been around as long as they have uh why are you surprised because over over the years they haven't adapted to digital like like their thing almost like uh who's that big big box uh is it barnes no one one of them big box stores uh for books is shut down Mm. everything's going digital and you still want to do brick and mortar and there's nothing wrong with doing brick and mortar but you have got to have a balance and oh i don't know if you've ever been into a toys i was oh i have yeah several times um but uh as an adult it's disorganized like you go in the, the shit is all over the place especially if kids and got a hold of it well that's not fair come on now 
when you was a kid you, you knew what the toys was yes as a kid right so but we don't we adults, don't have kids you the know, adults are making the purchases for these children so you know <laughs> i mean the kids really buy it themselves you just let them loose and then they just come back with toys that's how it work i don't know what the gi joes are in any place but i know they there and them kids will sniff them motherfuckers out yeah and for a lot of like people, hounds yeah and for a lot of people they were like "Ooh, do i want to pay 55 dollars for it or can i get it cheaper online like a lot of people do that shit but they was like mm-hmm. yeah all right that's what you want that's the make model and serial number let me go see if i can find it 25 dollars cheaper online that's what people been doing like over the past years mm-hmm. and particularly when it comes to like christmas and shit like that you know uh people still do layaways like most people use them around christmas time for layaways uh but a lot of people you know they just go online and bring them to the house you know people have kind of went around the brick and mortar and video games because people used to go same thing like a game stop people used to go there and buy gaming consoles because they were big on that but now everything is pushed digital the sales are better online you know and i think truthfully uh a lot of people years ago underestimated the power of the internet and underestimated people's laziness of not wanting to go out and deal with crowds and shit like that there are people that are going to deal with that but the percentage every year gets higher and higher more people starting to order groceries online most more people starting to get food delivered to their homes from various different places with the app they're like here's an app here's one app and 50 restaurants and more people are like fuck that shit i just rather order from the house and have it sent to me and companies aren't adapting well and when you don't adapt well and you don't adjust well and you don't downsize like you need to and 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 streamline like you need to to become cost effective that this is kind of the end result eventually i hear what you're saying and everything but this is donald trump's fault it's his economy and these jobs got lost under him donald trump getting elected donald trump killed toys r us as far as i'm concerned you know what they done found chapter 11 his favorite chapter and as far as i'm concerned uh if we had the obama administration toys was selling just fine under barack obama gas was under two dollars now we got hurricanes and earthquakes and shit this on him no excuses it's on his watch oh and what they gonna do with the giraffe sell them back to the zoo you know the giraffe Mm -hmm. is their mascot what is they gonna do with the giraffe sell them in the white slavery something you know that long mm. neck he's gonna have a, him out there doing some things he's an immigrant uh they probably shipped his ass back to africa yeah ain't toys r us from australia or something i don't know where toys r us is from yeah they they're gonna get rid of him jeffrey the giraffe going back to yeah. zimbabwe or wherever the fuck he from yep they 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 busting up the crew Mm-mm. Mm-mm. nah y'all ain't y'all ain't tricking me dog mm-hmm. they're gonna put you back on a boat son and ship you off to sea this is on donald trump same thing with jenny torres leaving Lawrence fishburn um ah! equifax has been sending people to a phishing site if you guys know what phishing is um in uh in internet hacker lingo it's basically where hackers can get your data your passwords things like that they've been sending customers straight into a hacker's trap for weeks the credit management what? company equifax has been sending uh customers to a fake phishing website for weeks potentially causing them to hand over their personal data and full financial information to hackers yeah and donald trump trying to pass shit where you can't sue them for them for them fucking up like this i should be able to sue you you sent me to the hacker you're responsible the verge reported wednesday the equifax representatives sent customers looking for help with massive with the massive data breach 
which potentially compromised 143 million people's private information to a copy site copycat site thanks to a topogra- typographical error after the data breach was revealed earlier this month equifax established the domain name equifaxsecurity2017.com to handle incoming customer questions and complaints this website is not connected to equifax's main sites if users end up on the wrong site they could end up leaking the data that they're already concerned was stolen stolen on wednesday a user reached out to equifax on twitter looking for assistance the responding tweet sent the user www.securityequifax2017.com which is an imposter site designed to look like the equifax uh splash page so the right one is equifax security 2017 the one equifax on twitter was uh sending out was security equifax 2017 which is the fake site company deleted the erroneous tweet but a quick scan of their twitter feed showed that they had sent multiple customers to the phony address those tweets have been deleted now as well fortunately for users who follow the mistaken link security equifax 2017.com is a white hat hacker site set up by developer nick sweeting as a demonstration of popular phishing techniques so he's a good person that's not gonna really hack you even though he got your information let's see and then y'all laughed at us for putting the credit in the baby's names but it's the only way <laughs> now who's laughing white folks now who laughing your credit all fucked up and alexis olympia already got two houses in her name and a wimbledon tournament come on and y'all niggas mad uh honesty will make you happier and healthier even if your lies are well-meaning studies show Mm mm-hmm what so you know trump and they're miserable uh lying is bad for your health whether it's well-meaning or not study show police are more like i mean people are more likely to tell white lies or pro-social lies to those they care about to avoid hurting their feelings but no matter what the reason results showed lying is almost always damaging to the someone's physical and mental health the study by researchers at the university of san diego emotion lab builds on previous research from 2012 which showed honesty also makes us happy researchers looked at pro-social lies and how they impact daily life their first study analyzed when people told white lies and their compassion level toward the person who received the lie they found that compassion towards someone increased their likelihood to tell a white lie the effect of compassion on pro-social lying was partially mediated by the importance placed on preventing emotional harm that could occur as a result of their feedback a second study was initiated and that went deeper into what uh into what about compassion caused people to tell white lies the researchers looked at the differences in the traits of the people they see and uh to see if it differs on how they handle their compassion towards someone one trait connected with compassion is someone's attempt to prevent harm on the person that can be inflicted by being honest but this attempt to prevent harm can actually hinder happiness a study from the university of notre dame published in 2012 analyzed lying and how it impacts someone's mental health the researchers found that people who are honest with loved ones in their lives were also more likely to be happy well if you're doing truthful shit and the truth ain't fucked up then yeah you're more likely to be happy and more likely to tell the truth because you're not fucking up i mean duh i don't even seem that complicated that and and for a lot of a lot of people don't want to hurt people's feelings like like even and and i know everybody don't function in that but no 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 i agree i'm just thinking to myself like if you're doing something fucked up and you lying because it's fucked up that's one thing too that's true too you see what i'm saying yeah yeah like i don't gotta lie to you if i'm not like say hey are you 
fucking this girl uh no well sure saying no might make you feel better but if i'm doing it it's a lie come on you know what i'm saying whereas if i say no and i'm telling the truth i mean obviously i'm happier you know because i didn't have to lie and 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 it's the truth you know what i'm saying correct it's like the honesty thing is kind of a double-edged sword like what are they lying about you know what i mean like do i look good in these jeans if i'm lying to you about it then yeah maybe i'm stressed and i'm not telling the truth and i'm and i'm not as happy if i'm telling you the truth that you do look good in them jeans well yeah there's a reason i'm telling the truth is easy in that case uh anyway uh they studied 110 people over 10 weeks that's not a lot of people the ages of participation range from 18 to 71 mm, i need more of a age breakdown i need more people because i feel like old people probably do tell the truth because they'd be like i'm dying anyway yeah old people hurt your feelings bitch you fat oh man <laughs> right and I'm, if they- <laughs> I'm dead <laughs> and also it's a thing too in addition to what you were saying i think some people don't want to deal with the consequences of quote-unquote hurting people's feelings and a lot of people don't like when people they love respond to them in a negative manner even if that means telling the truth and sometimes when it comes to to telling the truth it just means somebody's feelings got to be hurt sometimes they'll get over and if they don't get over that's just something you have to deal with but that's easier said than done because i i know for me personally i can speak for everybody else i'm not as much as i used to be i used to be very very heavy like a people pleaser where i didn't want people to think negative about me i didn't want people to you know to have heart feelings i didn't want to hurt their feelings you know trying to take everything in consideration with that that's about your happiness yeah about your happiness and your truth and sometimes that means guess what uh no mama i don't want to have children quit pressuring me you know don't nobody want to deal with that but a lot of people you know lie about that and i don't mean lie be like well one day when, when they already know in their heart they have no intentions on having no children right no nah, I, I i mean i'm not it's just one of those things i think we think of honesty and shit as like always good and always positive but mm-hmm. i don't know it depends on what that truth is some truths are easier to tell than others yes it is and also there's some truths that people really are just being assholes and that's why they quote unquote just being honest but they really just being a dick now they're not and and there there is a complete uh difference between somebody just being honest kind of who they are and somebody just being an ass is an excuse to be mean to people like that's like yeah there are people this quote unquote truth tellers when nah you're just an ass because every incident every time something come up you always nasty to people you always mean to people you never have shit nice to say get out of here but go ahead all right keep oh, i'm sorry but go ahead all right well let me get to it damn my bad didn't realize i was holding you up karen no you weren't holding me up <laughs> you weren't holding me up i seen the video up my i'm sorry no i just I, this is my job i'm just going to the next thing when you're done but take your time you don't have to rush and i'm not in a rush either okay all right um mystico um an update on him i turned myself in now why are you turning yourself in uh, to get this business rectified you know get this behind me man okay uh, just yeah. weeks ago in this exclusive ksla news 12 interview the rapper known as mystical said it was time to get his business criminal accusations behind him and one of the first steps for that to happen formal charges have now been filed new at 10 mystical whose real name is michael tyler has officially been indicted on charges of first-degree rape and second-degree kidnapping. The charges stem from an alleged incident that happened in Shreveport last fall. Everyone Holman is also charged with first-degree rape and second-degree kidnapping. Their bond is set at $3 million apiece. The third suspect you see there, Tanisha Wofford, is charged with obstruction of justice. Her bond has been set at $500,000. 
We'll continue to update you on the latest on this criminal investigation as we learn more. Mm-mm-mm. Well, that's the update. That nigga is going to, uh, for a while. I don't know. He got the money to get out? I don't know. Uh, man so an earthquake hit in mexico yesterday and they had videos online of it on twitter and it like it was so bad i thought it was fake like oh buildings was collapsing and shit like it was pretty bad 200 people more than 200 people have already died been reported as dead it was a 7.1 magnitude earthquake um it rocked central mexico on tuesday afternoon hitting on the 32nd anniversary of the biggest quake to strike the country's capital. We just got to take it one game at a time. Come on, Next man. Question. Can you repeat everything? So we're ass today. Anyway, uh, yesterday's earthquake was centered about 75 miles southeast of Mexico City and caused extensive damage, leveling at least 44 buildings, including homes, schools, office buildings, according to Mexican President Enrico Pina Nieto, um, who did a flyover of the city Tuesday afternoon. Among the dead are at least 25 people, 21 students, and four teachers at a collapsed primary school in the south of the capital. So far, 11 people have been rescued, but two students and one teacher remain missing, according to Education Minister Ariela Nuno. In Mexico City alone, 52 people have been rescued from damaged buildings, according to city officials. Ooh, that's, that's crazy. Man, this, the world just, just, it's like the world saw Trump got elected. It's like, God damn. Just everything. But people want to act like global warming ain't real, dog. Yeah, I don't know. Does global warming do her earthquakes too? I know, it, I, I know people talk about hurricanes, but I hadn't heard about earthquakes. I think it's all effect. I mean, in my, in my mind, it's all connected in some way, shape. Like, like, the water get warm, you affecting something else. Like, they, mm. they all fracking and all that shit. That fracking fucks up shit. Like, all that stuff is connect, tearing down trees and shit. Cause people realize when you cut down forests and stuff, forests actually keeps a lot of the ground, uh, together and it helps from erosion, you know, land erosion helps soak up from floods and shit like that. You know, people, we're doing a lot of fucked up shit to the world in general and then everybody want to act like, nah, it, we not the problem. We are the problem and we actually need to correct it when people be like, hey, y'all need to, fix your you know emission standards and shit like that and it's one of them like i said everybody want to kick it down the road and everybody want to act like day generation is the best when nah children now are dealing with the fucked up decisions that generations before us have made and you know and our children's children will have to deal with with the situation that we do you know it's like nobody and there are people out there that are willing and wanting to make a change but but it's hard to get people as a whole to understand because nobody want to give shit up to actually create things that will actually make a change. Because the thing is, it took billions and billions of years for a lot of shit to form. And it's going to take a while for it to Because the earth will correct itself, but we have to help it. And at the rate that we're trying to correct it is not enough to make a dent into the damage that is already In my opinion, the damage that is already done to uh some of the things on this earth yeah i don't know shit about earthquakes so i don't know what's causing them you know i understand the tectonic shifts in the uh the shifts in the tectonic plate of the earth but i don't know if things that man does cause them or not i've heard you know i've heard it both ways i've heard people say that it's it, it could be fracking i've heard people say that it's uh mining and shit i don't know you know i just know that the world just seemed to be having a time right now like, i've had enough <laughs> yeah i've had enough of y'all niggas i just know this shit is everywhere right now Come so. on. 
i don't know uh in worms germany firefighters in worms germany had to call in we called in to help a freer man who got his body part stuck in the hole of a 2.5 which 5.5 pound weight at a gym with the help of a grinder and a hydraulic saw they were able to break the weight into five parts freeing the man's penis must have one of those radioactive penises we hear so much about was he trying to fuck it how does dick get in there did his pants fall he was spotting i don't understand this he probably is trying to help somebody lift i don't know right and his, and his dick was like you know what i feel like jumping out right here well i don't understand uh um on friday the fire department released a photo on facebook showing the dumbbell disc broken into five pieces after a three-hour ordeal that took place in order to free the man three hours the message on the facebook post was very clear um uh, please do not imitate such actions fucking the weights at the gym so he was having sex with the weights i mean how's your penis get in it <laughs> that's what i that's that was my question i mean that seemed pretty open and shut so he got so erect that he couldn't pull it out yeah this probably ain't the first time he done that shit so y'all out here doing weights y'all better watch them shits out here's some pretty cool things for people that are fans of the podcast um so remember during game of thrones we made a joke uh well i made a joke about the night king throwing the javelin at um the uh which dragon was that viserion mm-hmm. well he, yeah he hopped off with his ice spear and he killed it yes and i said uh and and i said that uh someone should edit in uh some music in there mm-hmm. well y'all can see it in the chat this is the scene and a fan edited this together ah! there's the ice king with the ice spear appreciate you um uh logan mvp baby logan hampton did that on his uh youtube page ain't getting no likes like uh i'll put this in the show notes it was so good yes it brought me so much joy um sometimes we come up with some pretty zany ideas here and uh we got a bunch of talented fans that can make that possible we got some talented fans so yeah that shit that shit gives me life every time um uh also on urbandictionary.com somebody made a definition for impossible white man okay uh yeah uh it says a subgenre of a film which gets his name from rod of the blackout to us podcast <laughs> the qualifications needed for a film to be classified are the follows one no superhero comic book movies two it must be an action film no questions asked three the protagonist cannot die in the end dying or being revived at any point is allowed so you can die and come back right you can be revived through cpr or whatever electricity that's fine mm-hmm. but you can't 
die at the end of the movie right that's not impossible mm-hmm. anybody can die come on uh, but can you break your leg and snow ski at the same time right despite the name protagonists in said films do not even have to be white or male just a human being with a vague set of skills being a badass under situations that would mean death for the average citizen dude are you this is a the, you know using it in a sentence dude are you watching the entire die hard series impossible white man movies have been the same haven't been the same since the 80s this franchise proves it uh and this is uh mallard red greg gray did this in 2014 shout out to you baby appreciate it um and then we also got um tvtropes.org which is a pretty major website someone went on there and made a uh a, a, like a wiki entry for our podcast oh yeah podcast the blackout tips um tvtropes.org uh and it just has like different quotes and stuff rod the official weapon of the show is karen the taser rod the unofficial sport karen is bullet ball right and bullet ball extreme second half of the stand of the standard show open uh the blackout tips often referred to by the initials tbgwt is a comedy podcast out of charlotte north carolina hosted by husband and wife rod and karen morrow inspired by the keith and the girl podcast rod and karen and frequent guest hosts discuss pop culture current events general randomness from a comedic perspective the show's tagline is nothing's wrong if it's funny and rod and karen revel in pushing envelopes uh uh pushing the envelopes of good taste and audience discomfort the show features several recurring segments which include guess the race the show's signature segment rod reads off a real news story usually involving a crime and has karen the show's live chat room and if they have one the show's guests to guess the race of the participants usually the perpetrator rod expects to encourage and encourages answers to be as creatively racist as possible fucking with black people spawned in the time period following george zimmerman trayvon martin verdict where it seemed like every other news story was a big middle finger to the black population already stinging from zimmerman's acquittal the stories are graded from zero to 100 in intervals of 25 zero don't care at all 100 i will cut you sword ratchetness the show's traditional closing segment rod continues a quest to show the world that unregulated swords and assorted long knives are just as dangerous as guns by highlighting stories of people brandishing using and occasionally killing someone using swords Mm -hmm. gay people news exactly what it says on the 10 but as rod often states is often horrible news as good uh white people news the newest regular segment oh they updated tmz style celebrity gossip usually preceded by that's y'all's man the latest about president donald trump and youtube acoustic covers of r&b and hip-hop songs yo someone is upgrading the fuck out of this groupie tales tales of groupies escapades with various high rollers mainly athletes and hip-hop stars pulled from the baller alert block currently on hiatus not because he lost interest but because the supply tales ran dry they did y'all yeah, i wish they did. i wish we if we had a story y'all know when we find them we'll let you know i don't know if groupies stopped snitching or they stopped fucking them i don't know several years ago after being laid off from his job rod decided to make the podcast his job putting his archive shows behind a paywall accessible for a monthly fee to give those customers added value to their money he's also started up a slate of premium shows uh available only to monthly subscribers though he'll occasionally post one for free as a bonus content most are riding the co-host and karen drops in when she can uh the nerd off the nerd culture centric podcast featuring rod and chris from the mtr network uh yeah that's mainly who it's been like most of the time me and chris and then we just have other people on all the time uh ballsy sports 
sports centric show featuring Rod and his friend justin pre-game the random conversations Rod and justin have before balls eat sports medium talk a mostly non-comedic interview show what people Rod finds interesting yeah i actually got somebody lined up that i'm gonna be interviewing so hey. sport movie reviews spoiler field reviews of movies Rod uh with Rod and the rotating roster of guests off-season reviews Rod and Karen review a select show after the entire season has hit the streaming service and lip smacking good Karen's foodie centric interview show the show airs Sunday through Wednesday with the weekend week starting Saturday show dedicated to listener feedback available through most major podcast streaming streaming services including iTunes Stitcher and Google Play Music uh TBGWT contains examples of the following tropes oh uh aluminum christmas trees bullet ball is a real sport sort of berserk button <laughs> uh rod and karen are both proud hbcu graduates fayetteville state to be specific and rod has been known to vent his anger at those who disparage them uh nothing will get karen on her soapbox faster or harder than stories of young black girls being shamed yeah we will go berserk over that those are yes. pretty that's true Con- uh, continuity lockout all but the newest two weeks of episodes are behind a premium paywall as such many of the shows running gags like the show's intro and references will be lost on newer viewers uh also rod and karen both have a habit of referring to other podcasts by host name rather than shows if you don't already know who phenom where's my 40 acres chris and sandy check aaron black astronaut podcast reggie or nick jude that's what's the t or elon that's this week in blackness among others it can be difficult to follow the references forced mean one of the show's long-standing running gags is rod trying to create a stereotype for white people equivalent to black people love fried chicken and watermelon white people love cheese and mayonnaise are the ones that stuck in the show's vernacular yeah that's true mm-hmm. i mean and most black people at this point i feel like we have spread that enough <laughs> to to say that's that is a thing now uh happily married rod and karen are high school sweethearts who've been married since 2002 hollywood tone deaf rod and karen singing of uh, the fucking with black people and guess the race themes <laughs> yeah i guess tone deaf means we can't sing oh uh, we we know we know y'all didn't that. come for the songs yeah I, I had to look that up when a character's supposed to be a bad singer yeah we are definitely not great singers <laughs> oh no no we're not trying to be in tune i hope y'all didn't y'all didn't think y'all was gonna get a, a, a opera concert uh hurricane of puns rod often responds to stories with the string of puns complete with a yeah stinger karen while not as prolific with the puns will throw a couple in the mix as well Woo-hoo! i try to i try my best y'all i'm gonna be better it's personal rod can make troll can take trolls and haters coming for him and he usually gets karen handle hers without comment mostly because karen doesn't bother engaging or blocks them on site but come at karen through him as in you need to handle your woman and rod has a documented history of as a kid say ethering fools who try it that's you know that's fine i'll take that n-word privileges rod and karen and many other guests take make liberal use of the n-word and they also take a dim view of those why can't i of the why can't i say it to crowd that is true mm, yeah y'all can't say it to fuck y'all Mm-mm. it's ours mm-hmm. okay it's the only thing y'all gave us we didn't get reparations we didn't get to keep the land i ain't get four eggs in the mule we didn't get to keep our rights we're gonna cake this n-word come on uh neologizer rod occasionally uses his brand of slang phrases phrases like disasterbation the flurry of breathless news stories and social media hot takes following a tragic event and a possible white man specific type of badass normal action hero um only one name for years Ryder can try to keep their government names off the show as much as possible as the show has grown in popularity and notoriety including write-ups in ebony and the huffington post that's grown pretty much impossible yeah that's pretty much what happened uh and refuge and audacity the show's motto is nothing's wrong if it's funny until next time i love you i love you too wow 
wasn't that nice oh that is so sweet like that's a real fan that that wrote that shit yes you know y'all are the real mvps man i mean somebody actually took a lot of work and effort to do that thank you and these are the ones we found we it's probably stuff out there that is we probably not even on our radar yeah the only thing i would add is uh and this is not trying to be too critical but a little bit more we and us than just he and rod because you know karen is part of this and uh you know she like she was the reason not that i got to do this full time it was her being like we need to we need to uh invest in this shit and try to make it happen uh you know so you know other than that though straight you know it's great yeah you know? it, it is good and a lot of times like like people say we talk we talk to y'all like we all sitting in the living room and having a good time that's another reason why we use people names like hey this is brandon this is such such this is such such yeah but uh thank you you know thank you baby um and i think uh it was it now it's not gay news it's lgbt news lbt lgbtq news so. okay that's the only things i would add if you're still listening you still feel like updating it if not i understand you know i'm not trying to mm. there's not a demand or anything mm, that was a lot of work baby thank but you thank you that was that was so it was so fun to read i wanted to yes. save it for a rainy day um all right let's play some fucking with black people speaking of segments <laughs> We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. Time to play the game that we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game we go all around the globe and we assign different point scores from zero to a hundred in intervals of twenty-five for how much we feel fucked with as black people. Today's contestants, everybody. That's right. Everybody's back in the saddle. Uh so a fan, apparently, a fan of rihanna got blocked mm-hmm. uh and it made the news that's how famous rihanna is well fine self what happened uh twitter user at alex gracious claimed that she was blocked by rihanna after she posted several images of the singer that she had photoshopped with her si- with her skin significantly lighter she captioned the edited Im- images rihanna would look so much more beautiful if she was white with an emoji with hearts for eyes oh yeah oh yeah 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 mm-hmm. yeah you can get blocked mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. rihanna did not respond too well to the images and blocked her the image proved the singer had been seen the photoshop images despite not being tagged in the post and was not happy about the edited images Mm-mm. hundreds of social media users hit back at the tweet and voiced their disapproval calling the light-skinned uploads disrespectful and racist right it's so disrespectful rihanna herself should slap the fuck just slap this fucking racist bitch a user wrote and you look so much more beautiful if you didn't have an opinion another user hit back following her comments about rihanna while another user wrote twitter would look so much more beautiful if you weren't in it um yeah, the, the navy don't play that people ask for folks to uh report the tweet as offensive because uh, you know you can kind of group report a tweet these days and it um you know it typically will will get people suspended um and i'm trying to put the picture up in the chat karen let me know if it shows up we see it okay that's that that's her lightening up rihanna's skin uh in the picture and saying rihanna would look so much more beautiful if she was white again she even have a blue eyes and shit i mean you are a fucking weirdo for that i mean there's no there's no way around that much 
So basically, you're telling me, as I am, I'm not good enough. Right, the, right. The standard is white. Oh, you're beautiful, but you look way more beautiful as a white person. So that's how we define beauty. Anyway, zero to 100. Oh, well, 100. And you got offended because you got blocked because, motherfucker, you told me my skin wasn't fine. Yeah. Rihanna is a nigga. Right. If nothing else, Rihanna is a nigga, and you should have right. known Right. She ain't going to deal with that. She love her people. Yeah, you should have been getting cussed yeah, out she just put up a whole fucking makeup line just for us what the right. fuck are you talking about right and i think it has some shades for white women so it wasn't even just for black people like even i don't even know what you meant it's just i don't know what people are talking about right and she i think a, a one big one is a one person that was like albino and uh they were saying that for the first time ever they got makeup that actually fit their skin tone right so you know she out here doing shit and you be like you know what your skin don't look good enough you know lighten it up Mm-mm. right um so yeah um a, a and a hundred for me too mm-hmm. mississippi elementary school teacher on leave after a racist facebook post a mississippi teacher is out of the classroom after a racist facebook post uh on cammy Rohn's page uh the post said if blacks in this country are so offended no one is forcing them to stay here why don't they pack up and move back to africa where they will have to work for a living i'm sure our government will pay for it we pay for everything else cammy Rohn claims that her page was hacked i don't believe you in a second post she writes if anyone knows me i post about cows recipes and home improvement not racism y'all know how the hackers be trying to go after these random. uh class these mississippi teachers in a classroom uh, random person nobody knows i mean you know how they target you know they really single out random middle of america um white women to just to just terrorize it's really not fair mm-hmm. honestly i mean they on the hit list mm-hmm. i mean you know because it's not like she would ever have those views mm-hmm uh but yeah probably shouldn't be teaching anybody's kids if that's how you feel about people you know uh and also just looking at her face she got a racist face so it's a 100 for me i mean she she got a classic case of racist face guys uh karen what about you yeah a 100 okay yeah um like she just looks like she judges black people for a living you know mm-hmm. uh i don't know if it's shown in the chat room but it is oh, okay mm-hmm. cool uh but yeah she's terrible and she should be fired but of course uh she's on leave so that's why it's 100 too i like Mom. to be honest in a lot of these cases i would love to give it less than 100 if something was done but someone like that being on leave, nothing's gonna ever happen to them. Mm-mm. She she gonna be transferred, moved to another school, like, uh, you know, people going like it never happened. You know, she's still getting paid to be at home and do nothing. Yeah, nothing ever happens to people that do that shit when they're like, oh, they've been placed on suspension. Like, and then what's the next step? Uh, we'll get back to you. You know after, how we do. After people forget about it and move on to whoever fucking up somewhere else these white people will respond to your racist trolls so you don't have to if you're a person of color exhausted by having explained over and over on social media why all lives aren't treated the same by police or why producer Issa Rae saying she's rooting for everyone black is not racist one group is here to help you white nonsense roundup 
the <laughs> that name <laughs> the volunteer run facebook group founded last year by friends layla trumbull and terry compton in washington state has white people respond to racist trolls online at the request of people of color if a white person is filling your social media with white nonsense anything from overt racism to well-intentioned problematic statements tag us and a white person will come round up our own at a time of deep political divides and tension around racism and white supremacy the group exists to support people of color who are all too often the targets of online hate but are also often asked by white people to explain everyday race-related issues from why nfl player colin kaepernick took a knee during the national anthem to why you can't just touch a black woman's hair it's the responsibility of us white folks to do the emotional labor that's required to educate other white folks and it shouldn't be required of people of color again and again one of the goals of the service is to do some of that labor for people let them go have a drink and not worry about nonsense going on on their facebook the page has garnered a modern a modest following close to a hundred thousand likes on facebook and posts from people of color calling them amazing and awesome on their personal pages one self-identified woman of color wrote of the service in recent newsletter i've been explaining white privilege and white supremacy for far too long and for free especially online and to basically no avail wrote michelle t i'm going on strike after a white dude follower commented something racist on a post i wrote about white supremacy i tagged white nonsense roundup she added a volunteer rounded him up with incisive straightforward brutal truth it was exactly what i wanted to say but did not have the emotional energy to and then uh she includes a picture daniel summer Waldrop lisa costin i'm automatically racist because i was born white isn't that like saying you're automatically good at math because you were born asian didn't the mlk say not to judge on the color of skin but rather the content of character people can say whatever and then uh uh he responded also look at this stupid shit and tag somebody else to it white white nonsense roundup comes in it isn't racist to question it perpetrates racism uh to not examine your bias and to think that we know better than anyone else when it is needed to end race what is needed to end racism uh no one is saying white people are born racist systemic racism exists and we grow up in a culture that centers whiteness and favors whiteness that isn't uh, about us as individuals uh but about the system that we exist within and it is up to us to examine our role in that system and commit to not perpetuating it if we aren't fighting to dismantle systems of oppression that we are then we are complicit in them that doesn't mean you need to feel bad for being white it just it's just about needing to be aware of what it can mean in our current system white nonsense roundup which works primarily on facebook but also functions on twitter and instagram supports people of color online in a few ways first it uses its platform to share articles and other resources almost all written by people of color about race and social justice issues mostly it functions as a rapid response service on social media if you're a person of color engaging in an online exchange around race that is emotionally draining or you simply uh, or that you simply need backup on you can tag white nonsense roundup in the comments and on it and one of his volunteers will chime in to help the volunteers have jumped in on all types of online conversations from why there's a specific need for black children's books to why all white people are the beneficiaries of skin uh, beneficiaries of skin privilege regardless of their social economic situation uh white nonsense roundup nearly has nearly 60 volunteers across the u.s and a few in canada they sign on for four hour shifts to monitor social media for tags trying to answer all questions in a timely manner they don't catch them all since they usually get multiple requests each shift trombo uh said and some require more back and forth than others the volunteers who are vetted by trombo and other staff who have personal experience in activism and anti-racism work go through an application process and have their personal social media account scanned they are also given a code of 
conduct to follow on engaging in conversations with respect not insults with the goal of educating people with facts and not shutting them down for chinoa alamu a african-american violinist in springfield illinois who discovered the group on facebook after posting about an instance of police brutality and who has since become online friends with trombo the group's value is in having white people talk to other white people we need more white people to speak out to hold other white accountable uh to their innate racism honestly and unfortunately there are many white people who won't listen to a black person about race we are deemed whiny complaining we should uh complaining we should have gotten over it by now pull ourselves up by our bootstraps but if a white person calls it out tells it like it is then a white person is more likely to listen this is a good thing but also not a good thing because still a black person will know better because we're the ones actually experiencing racism she added but a close second would be a white person who calls it out uh yeah it goes on and on but uh zero to a hundred care uh, I'll give it 25. Yeah, I, I will give it a zero, but I'm going to give it 25 because I want to know, because uh, I know white people actually are the people that actually talking on the forefront, but I want to know are there any black women in the back helping and, 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 and informing? Are there any LBG, LBGTQ people? Mm-hmm. Um, are y'all talking about those issues too, or is it just cis, cis het? Like, like I have a lot of questions. Like, I, I, I do appreciate they're doing. Yes, white people do need to talk to white people, but uh, you need to be the face. <clears throat> but what's happening behind the scenes? Like, 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 what's the foundation of you know what you do? And there are a lot of white people that are a part of uh, activist organizations uh, that do work. And like, like, like the person said uh, at the end of this article. Black people are the people that experience this shit. So unless you're actually going to a black person and actually asking them to inform and enlighten you, asking them about their experiences, asking them about how they feel so that you could properly uh, attack and, and properly uh, speak on their behalf, because you're actually speaking on somebody else's behalf uh, versus the person speaking on their own behalf. Um, it's a shame, quote unquote, that you have to do that. Um, and that's why for a lot of people like me, I'm like, I'm not engaging with you. I don't get paid for this. It's not worth my time. Mm. Yeah, it says uh, Trumbull doesn't claim any particular expertise beyond being a queer person who was an activist in college and being a person of conviction that sees racism in our country is literally killing people and at least... The least I can do is tell other white people that's a bad thing. Nothing I'm saying is new. Black, brown, and indigenous people have uh, been telling us this stuff for decades. We're just trying to do it in a way that might hopefully reach some people. So, um, yeah, your causes are good. Like, 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 I, I, I back it up, and I, I agree with uh, your causes. And you're gonna have some people they ain't gonna listen to us, nor are they gonna listen to you. Cause yeah, they, they said they do have to block some trolls. That they just racist. <laughs> yeah. Um. I'm zero for me. I don't feel fuck good at all. Um, I'm thankful they out there doing this shit. Me too. Um, it's one less thing I gotta do. You know, Correct. like uh, I don't know if I would tag them or not. To be honest, but I would consider it. You know, I had to mute tweets and shit now because people get so angry and mad at me. You know, uh, the uh, white people are the black 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 straight black men are the white people black people thing mm-hmm. uh very smart brothers wrote an article about it all i did was retweet the article i didn't even add any commentary Mm-mm. and people was in my mentions to the point i had to mute the tweet last night because it was driving me crazy and it's funny because the um 
coalition that was in my fucking mentions it was the same as last time but it was even faster but it was um you know mostly first it was black women because this article unlike my tweets in the beginning that i wrote this article was mostly about black men's relationship to black women mm-hmm. my tweets were about our relationship as straight black men to lgbtq people in our community children in our community uh women in our, just like femmes children in our in our community like it's not just uh men and women thing it's it's a us versus uh kind of everybody thing sometimes and as long as we view it as a versus it's gonna continue to be that right um you know we like to laud ourselves as protectors but then we we like to also be the victim is rather than the protector like it's what about me whenever it's time for someone to talk about us and say we could do something better we love telling black women how they need to do better like we love giving unsolicited advice to black women but let them say anything back to us and it's these ungrateful bitches don't you know i'm oppressed i don't want to deal with this so um yeah, yeah. at any rate yeah, that unsolicited advice fucking kills me like right bitch i didn't ask you for your opinion why you come over here i don't care fuck about what you got to say on this topic sometimes right and there's definitely a bias there black men will get offended by black feminists talking about what the black community needs but not steve harvey or or, or jim brown or tyrese it's like why can't he speak he got an opinion well then why can't jamila lemieux speak she at least went to school for the shit you know what i mean like if if we're gonna be that critical of people talking about stuff anyway the point being um i got a whole bunch of first it was you know people that agree with it mm-hmm. and some black men too this is not to say they were all everybody it's not my anyway people were agreeing with it disagreeing right. whatever but first first it was the people that agreed with it retweeting it then it was the hoteps yep they come out to it work you know a lot of a lot of king this queen ashy that ashy. then it was the what nigga ah oh, oh, what this mean i can't even understand it you know it was yeah, all it was yeah, all yeah, fast yeah, forwarded yeah, ignorant niggas yeah but here's what's funny and this happened last time too the next wave of people white supremacists correct so white angry white conservatives and supremacists like first it was white supremacists then it was white conservatives the left is eating itself the left is that and i'm like how did that tweet spread why are all of y'all following each other and why don't y'all see that this actually validates the point because the people that were the most offended were black men who are in many cases homophobic and because they were calling me all kinds of faggots and queers and mm-hmm. and lgbt I, uh, one dude was like you gay let me guess you gay i was like no why you want some dick like what the fuck kind of question like i gotta be gay to say we can do better what does that mean the fact that you even think that it's homophobic anyway anyway point being i'm not trying to read right argue it, but the point being all this all this shit was connected mm-hmm. and it's not a coincidence that white supremacists and hoteps and fucking ignorant ass niggas and the and 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 conservatives all had the same point look at yourself and wonder what the fuck do i have in common with these other groups and why the fuck are we all patting each other on the back because y'all always in my mentions mad so anyway uh but yeah i thought about tagging this i would like if i known this group exists i would have tagged them to some of that shit like y'all deal with it don't blame me you know i didn't but i now i know they exist i might end up tagging them in some shit eventually and good for them like zero i don't feel fuck with white people need to do this work you know and somebody's volunteering and they really thought about it good for them everything every issue you raised with it was valid and and that was a concerns for me as well but i just 
if, if i'm being honest i don't feel fucked with by them doing this oh, yeah. unless something happens and they fuck up or something then maybe i'll feel fucked with but as far as i'm concerned now it's like y'all do the heavy lifting i don't need to do it right and like i said and that's the only reason why it's getting 25 based, right. based based off of that because a lot of times uh uh people white people come up with these grand ideas and the group that they're talking about a lot of times is left out mm-hmm. i'm speaking on your behalf but let me explain to you no 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 i know what's best for you i know how to respond to this because i like it, all of a sudden you trying to help me but it centers around you mm-hmm. and like that i have a problem with you know and white people have been known to come in come in groups uh and shashay they whiteness and all of a sudden the shit is not centered around blackness anymore and yeah i guess that's the problem i guess what what worries me is when we talk about a black person being behind the scenes coordinating and doing all that shit i don't want a black person to do any work Mm. so why that's still more work for us yeah we got these white people out here doing this shit and i gotta coordinate it for free no no, like because it's a volunteer organization right these white people have volunteered their time four hour shifts to fight racism on the internet for free we tagged them they ain't asking for donations they ain't like unless there's some part of this article i just didn't see right they just volunteering to do this shit for free yeah y'all got it do it by yourself i don't actually no don't ask me for shit you have every resource on the internet you have every fucking article you all the stuff y'all tweet read all that shit because they retweet and spread like read this article by a black person do this by a black person yeah this to me this is the model i would like to see um if i mean if it's gonna be free yeah if y'all paying then sure some black person might want to put up with that headache but i'm tired of fucking debating my humanity for free yeah that that that's that's that that's true and i, and I guess for like you said that's the model that i would like i i would like for white people to go out there and talk to your white people white people take care of your white people white people talk for your white people um but for me and 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 i guess the reason why i said what i said because truth be told at the end of the day white people doesn't mask i go no i don't trust you like as 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 a collective group you know uh it's like okay that's cool but when you're gonna fuck up you know that's cool but you know it's going to be something eventually that's going to become uh problematic and i understand that people make errors and people make mistakes and you have to work around those things and my thing is when a mistake is made how would they respond that would determine more of my response to uh uh if this if my grade goes up and down because if you fuck up and you know how to respond to it and not put yourself at the center and act like you're being attacked wait okay cool but if all of a sudden i gotta fight you and the other person now it's a problem then yeah i just want to be clear i'm the things i'm saying are not about invalidating what you're saying as i said i agree with it so i don't know if you're feeling like you need to defend what you're saying because i'm not trying to change your mind right okay so it, like you said 25 i that's fine we these are individual scores i'm still giving it a zero that's just my opinion i don't feel fucked with this is the model i like i i really don't give a fuck because it's it's superfluous as in it doesn't do anything for me correct what uh things that i mean there's a bunch of shit that can happen in the future that might change my mind things like if they get a book deal for it and then what do they do with that money you know shit like that like there's other things that come from these things if they get funding what happens with that 
things of that nature those are the things i worry about but it's not it's really not a problem with the things i've read so far they aren't problems they have had yet correct so whatever the fuck like yeah y'all go do that just leave me out of it i don't care um and good for y'all by the way not this ain't a diss i'm Mm -hmm. i'm 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 actually happy that these people are doing this shit because it's taking some relief off of somebody somewhere that should be just focused on being uh being a person and not having to be like let me go and talk to this white person on facebook and say this is why black lives matter that is is, it's draining as fuck for us Mm -hmm. you know And, and 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 there are people that have the wherewithal to ignore that shit or whatever but they normally don't live our lives or live in our skin and they they get to be above the fray because they just don't know what the fuck they talking about correct uh a man dressed in a kkk robe in a hood sparks a controversy on oklahoma university campus a lot of people talking about this today on the ou campus this man right over here wearing a white robe with racially motivated sayings on that sign this picture was taken by a student just before ou police asked him to take off the hood we were there as ou police watched on as the man tried to stop students using a sign with several quotes many saw as racist things so extreme we can't show them on tv he stopped students like freshman jessica bennett like everyone's entitled to their own beliefs views whatever but you don't have to flaunt it on a campus that's known for being diverse the man who wants us to call him just Mike says he's on campus to draw the public into a dialogue about racism. And he claims he has no affiliation to the KKK and says he is not a racist. I'm not bringing racism to OU. I'm putting a spotlight on it. Anyone that brings truth with actual facts is probably the good guy. I'm saying racism is already here under the guise of the false belief of evolution. In a statement, the university tells us the individual from out of state is not affiliated with OU in any way and does not represent the values of the university family. In Norman, Jonathan Cooper, KOCO 5 News. You went out of state for your racism? Yeah. yeah racism will travel apparently he had nothing else to do nothing motherfucking else to do he had not another date scratch out on this kk calendar and he probably did this before and people just ignored his ass mm-hmm. this is not the first time he's did this uh 100 for me mm-hmm, 100 uh, you know what that's not true probably like a 50 man this is some weak ass racism that's it like you just gonna show up in the clan hood by yourself with a sign i ain't in the clan i just then the police can't take off your hood he took it off like what a bitch what a cuck what a clue clucks cuck that's that's some weak ass whack racism bro step your racism up that's it that's all y'all got left motherfucker just standing out there for no reason i'm upset uh a rally to end racism was held in claremont so uh yeah this is uh september 12th uh rally to end racism drew a large crowd in claremont on tuesday after eight-year-old boy was injured last month well i'm just glad it's over it was getting out of control no wonder that last dude's racism was so weak it's been over since september 12th i've been sitting around here thinking oh shit more racism is happening but apparently uh it's it's been over since september 12th and we are good to go thank you claremont bless up appreciate y'all 
Who knew? And racism after an eight-year-old biracial boy suffered injuries to his neck. His family says a rope caused the injuries and they're concerned he was targeted. Having heard this story about the boy, oh my gosh, I mean, that's just so horrible. It definitely warms my heart to know that people care. Lori Slattery is the boy's grandmother. She says it's been a difficult few weeks. It's been an emotional roller coaster, up and down. It's been uh, sadness, anger, you know, all those emotions are flying around. Governor Chris Nunu released a statement saying yesterday, upon his instruction, the Attorney General's office sent a team here to Claremont to assist in the investigation. His statement goes on to say that hatred and bigotry will not be tolerated in New Hampshire. Racism and hate are not a thing of the past. I've seen it in my job. I've seen it in the reports that I've read. Because everyone involved is a child, police can release few details. The AG's office says to the extent that there is any credible information that this incident constituted a hate crime or a civil rights violation, the office is prepared to take any and all appropriate action. Black lives should matter before we're buried. And this is a perfect example. We need to invest in black people. In Claremont, Siobhan Lopez, WMUR News 9. Uh, well, glad it's over. That was close, guys. I thought racism was going to keep on going. But, uh, yep, looks like everything's good to go on my end. Uh, Karen, zero, I guess, since it's over. Mm. Since they ended it. Mm-mm, mm-mm. No? Not giving it a zero. No, not giving it. It's a rally that ended racism and you sitting up here gonna you gonna give it okay what score are you gonna give it a 50 okay um i will give it a zero obviously since racism is over Mm-mm. uh wait karen you can't tell me what to score okay i'm giving it a zero i didn't say anything about your 50 racism is over no it is not <sighs> okay i guess some of us are still living in the past over here. So, here. so the word nigga is buried because the NAACP buried it then? Uh, I, listen, I choose to live in the, in the present. You can live in the past, but after September 12th, the day to end the racism, Mm-mm. the march to end all marches. Nope. I'm, 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 I'm past this. I'm walking into a bank. I'm requesting the same loan that a white man would get. And, uh, I'm get trying, a high interest rate. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get a, get a job now. I'm going to get a regular job. Now I can apply for it. Nope. With my regular government name, Latarion. That's why I never told y'all. That is Letarion not. Latarion is my regular <laughs> government name. Because I've been ashamed. Because racism was here. I had to hide it. But now I can come out and be 100% clean, conscious free. Thank you, white folks, for marching on, on Mm-mm. my behalf. Mm-mm. Tennessee University president busted for cotton stalks and black meals at African American diversity dinner. <laughs> oh! Oh! The president of mostly white Lipscomb University in Tennessee has apologized to students for hosting a dinner for an all African American group of students at his home that featured table centerpieces made up of cotton stalks. According to the T and the CN University, so we had no regular ass flowers we could have put in the middle of the table. Uh, no daffodils. Cotton is a flower of the South, Karen. Mm-hmm. I hate slavery. <laughs> According to the Tennessean, University President Randy Lowry invited African-American students to his home for dinner last week to chat about their experiences at the university, only to have students note the centerpieces, which some found offensive. Writing on Instagram, a student known as Nikayla Yvonne 
pointed out not only the centerpieces but also the cuisine served up so i attended lipscomb university and as most of you know that is a predominantly white school tonight african-american students were invited to have dinner with the president of the school she wrote as we arrived to the president's home and proceeded to go in we found cotton as the centerpieces we also stood and ate dinner there were no seats to sit in and it felt very uncomfortable you don't want them niggas sitting on your fine china i know that much we were very offended and also the meals provided resembled uh many black meals they had mac and cheese collard greens cornbread etc no fried chicken though the night before latinos also had dinner at the house and they had tacos oh my god He asked him, what's the stereotype? What they like? Tacos? Chimichangles? What is it? Burritos? What the fuck? (laughs) What did he Google? What do Mexicans like to eat? Oh, man. What did he Google? What what them niggas eat down south? Oh, man. Oh. That's some good racism. Come on, so calling them thugs? Just call them niggas. Just call them niggas. Just call them niggas, dog. Oh, my God. Tacos for the Latino people, though? Come on, dog. (laughs) But he would clown. He ain't racist, though. Good grief. Mm, mm, Now, see, the man in the Ku Klux Klan, that was lazy. This... This, this is, is well good, thought out. This is some good racism. This is some strong. This is mwah. Invited me to your house with no chairs just to stand and be like, what you think about this cotton and this chicken, Negroes? Did you have a colored bathroom? Yes, yeah, about I said. They had a racist party playing a racism by us. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Mm. They also didn't have a centerpiece that we had tonight. A couple of, so they didn't have a cotton for the latinos what did they have in the place of it a couple of minutes went by what the fuck the president was coming and asking for our names and what our major was he finally got to our table and my friend at k underscore cn cyan cyan uh asked why there was cotton on the table at the centerpiece his response was he didn't know he's seen it before we did he kind of thought it was fallish then he said it isn't inherently bad if we're all wearing it then he walked off listen cotton ain't bad if you wearing cotton so you're gonna come in my house in a cotton t-shirt but you mad that i put raw cotton on uh, on, on display for y'all niggers i mean i'm just trying to get with the times i don't understand mm-hmm. and if you've ever tried to t- i don't know i guess because i'm down south and i got family members that pick cotton i'll if you've ever heard an old black person tell you what it's like to pick cotton Mm-hmm. that shit ain't no joke it's all kinds of bugs and it got thorns and pricking your fingers like picking cotton is is a fucking chore yeah i would be like wait a cotton pick a minute Duh! uh but yeah oh man my eyes are starting to sting i'm you need some laughing help? too hard um i don't know hold on uh anyway at the social media backlash he responded on his face on the school's facebook page of course yeah use the school account we don't want to uh confuse nobody um 
yeah last night we invited lipscomb african-american students to our home for dinner to discuss the experiences at lipscomb several students shared with me their concern about the material used for centerpieces which contain stalks of cotton the centerpiece the content of the centerpieces was offensive oh so he figured that much out and i could have handled the situation with more sensitivity continued i sincerely apologize for the discomfort anger or disappointment we cause and solicit your forgiveness well i know you guys out in the chat room uh we i mean i think i speak for all of us i forgive him uh he clearly messed up sometimes when you host the african-american theme party and you set out the cotton the macaroni cheese and the uh and the, uh collard greens you don't mean nothing about it you know what i mean when you set out the tacos and the burritos and you did they have all the fixings you make the centerpiece a giant wall of bricks um you don't mean anything by it you know you just want to invite some people from a different culture to your house yeah so they can have fun yeah when you put the bricks real low and tell people to walk across them and say your border jumping Mm mm-hmm yeah um uh, according to diversity report they have a seven percent black population and six percent latino zero to a hundred i get a 100 yeah you get a 100 percent from my black ass i know that much oh man all right let's see what else we got uh let's move into something more positive okay guys this is uh kind of stressful for us all um let's let's try to calm the stress down with some uh some white people news uh let's see here yeah here's a song is the, the the screen is still showing right yes okay cool uh and it give me a chance to shoot some more of this uh stuff in my eyes no this i think i got the wrong stuff my bad yeah yeah uh contact for what <laughs> oh, all them bottles look the same because i am eye racist cool with this hold on i gotta find a better one sorry guys uh let's see what else we got here um how about this one here's a white lady there's no way she doesn't sing this shit um and bring that heat and that pain and that that white privilege to the whole track uh she's covering some fetty wop oh lord listen karen don't sleep on fetty okay is this a damn ad hold on uh yeah it's brought to you by shadow doll productions guys Mm -hmm. make sure you guys get our audio play albums uh they're on itunes and uh 
wherever you get audio play albums amazon all that stuff uh just go there and hook yourself up uh it helps out the show tremendously when you do that um and we appreciate y'all taking the time out to do that we do. uh the best of rider karen and sunspot and other ratchetness mm-hmm. i'm like hey what's up hello get into some white people news um uh did, did trump do something uh, you know what no he does something every day i don't you know what it, it'll the world hopefully will be here sunday we'll we'll do whatever that yeah. motherfucker did yeah we did i know i know so it was some black folks in there that were rolling their eyes and going to sleep when he was making that speech yeah he said something about africa and shit i don't know anyway he's a piece of shit he did something jessica simpson 
appears bleary-eyed and struggles to walk as she is slack-jawed with her tongue hanging out following her husband eric johnson's lavish birthday dinner she must have got drunk oh. must have got white girl wasted she appeared worse for the wear she left a dinner date with her husband eric johnson in west hollywood on monday night the 37 year old songstress was aided by her nfl star spouse 38 as they left craig's restaurant at 2 a.m where she looked slightly disheveled upon her departure as she headed out of the eatery the blonde beauty was battling to stay upright <laughs> while That's giggling like your bring flats she probably in some heels trying to walk, bring your flats honey while giggling and guffawing and sporting a skin tight black ensemble during the meal which was to ring in his birthday jessica proved she knew exactly how to ring in her husband's birthday with fun and frolics as she headed to the plush eatery for a night of merriment dressed to impress her husband the blonde beauty sported a lace trimmed black top with cigarette pants while boosting her height with t-bar heels cigarette pants and t-bar heels what the hell is the t-bar uh, the heels a uh she wore her blonde tresses in loose waves with the front pulled back off her face although the undoubtedly coiffed style appeared to uh deteriorate throughout the night jessica's makeup was generously applied with lashings of eyeliner added to the smoldering finish although throughout the evening the look became smudged oh she just got drunk they just wrote a oh god oh god she almost fell yeah she holding on to two people she almost went down for the count she should have wore flats she's trying to keep up balance it's one of them things where you sit you drink you drink because you're sitting down and you're fine but once you start standing up and moving your center of gravity is like no no you might want to go somewhere and sit down jessica is such a country-ass white woman now this is just i mean i guess she always been but mm-hmm. and this is why you wear flats she probably was up off the ground mm-hmm. this must be her coming out so i guess with all these cameras and shit too you drunk you leaving look at all these cameras y'all yeah yeah like no one I, the poor baby almost fell oh god paparazzi is such piece of shit i love them they can of course she can't hear you (laughs) right she's drunk she in the car they just hope she's they hope she's drunk enough to ask answer some questions yo they really made a whole news article her almost falling while she was drunk though Mm -hmm. that man was like i have child locked on windows you did not run that bitch down to talk to them no ma'am i'm not wearing a g-string like can i nope mm -mm, you can't respond you can't respond to him (laughs) keep keep the windows up y'all oh what a what a beautiful family uh let's see the first thing shouldn't be to change yourself love allen's montana brown slams reality stars trend to opt out uh, the opt for me- cosmetic surgery as she claims it sets a fans a bad example now what are the odds that this is some uh traditionally beautiful looking white woman 
she found herself inundated with compliments about her peachy posterior while parading around a bikini in the third series of love island but while she admits she still has body hangups despite her incredibly gem tone physique montana brown is a firm believer of being happy in your own skin and has slammed those who turn to cosmetic surgery to alter their image look at her she fine that's why she's saying it uh book <laughs> like if she had anything wrong with her she would just exercise it off for thousands of hours come on you got that five percent body fat come on dog <laughs> bugging the trend has seen a slew of reality stars go under the knife the reality star has exclusively told the male online that she thinks turning to surgery is just a not good it sets a bad example for younger fans let's be honest younger fans shouldn't be watching y'all shows period often plagued by their own insecurities when it comes to their appearance many celebrities have turned to cosmetic procedures to boost their confidence whether it be enhancing their bust or breast enlargement or correcting the bump in their nose with rhinoplasty surgery charlotte crosby chloe ferry mario falcone fern mccann and most recently james arg argent uh argent opted for the same procedure to alter the shape of their nose following years of feeling unhappy with it with all them praising their finished results and my thing is so what do you have to do with that like if 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 people want to have surgery they can have whatever type of surgery they desire like that's a personal choice to alter your body in various different ways however you want to and basically you're just judging people for not being perfect like you basically yeah you already look traditionally attractive and then you work out so then it's the rest of y'all shouldn't get y'all noses worked on like nothing wrong with your nose so it's just easy to say mm-hmm. either way that's your body it's their they have their bodies if they want to add whatever oh, to take it take away that like like that's i mean people gonna judge y'all either way come you know? on um i saw kim Kardashian in a bikini at the beach today i was like i would post this article but i honestly don't feel like listening to the comments about mm-hmm people being like uh she did this to her body and shit yeah, like it's gonna be lit on fire it yeah ain't worth it some days i just be like i don't want to fight y'all y'all mm-hmm. got it ben affleck is seen living the liquor store with a brown bag as it's claimed he was drinking at emmy's party months after second rehab stint damn uh he spent time in rehab earlier this year but this week he's been seeing uh there's been talk that he may be enjoying a few cocktails again on wednesday in touch weekly claimed the oscar winner was enjoying alcohol when by the side of his girlfriend Lindsay shook us at an emmy party after uh uh emmy awards after party in los angeles on sunday night then on tuesday evening batman vs superman actor 45 was seen leaving the liquor store with a large brown paper bag wearing the signature dark bomber jacket being carried a brown bag with the store from the store to his car which appeared to be parked illegally in the red zone the goodwill hunting star wore black jeans and a black t-shirt and featured which featured a large white star emblem uh affleck sported a scruffy gray grain beard and shaggy hair for his late night trip to the liquor store i don't ever want to be this famous oh this is a trip of shame right here i don't ever want to be this famous you can't do shit man his late night shopping trip comes just days after ben was poorly spotted drinking at hbo's emmy after party on sunday he ordered water at the bar but a server brought him a, over the alcoholic drink once he sat down at the table he drank all of it said an eyewitness the eyewitness also reportedly saw Lindsay sip on champagne after her emmy win on saturday night live in an image from the hp party ben is seen with a glass of water in front of him ben's rep declined to comment to the daily mail in march he shared a lengthy post to the public facebook account about his battle with addiction and recovery 
i have completed treatment for alcohol addiction something i've dealt with in the past and will continue to confront the batman actor wrote i want to live life to the fullest and be the best father i could be i want my kids to know there's no shame in getting help when you need it and to be a source of strength for anyone out there who needs help but is afraid to take the first step i'm lucky to have the love of my life and friends including my co-parent jen who has supported me and cared for our kids as i've done in the work i've set out to do this was my, the first of many steps towards a positive recovery he recently started dating saturday night live producer after his wife of 12 years jennifer garner filed for divorce earlier this year they filed legal documents and April in legal custody of their three children violet seraphina eight and samuel five violet's 11 i'm sorry Lindsay has her separated from her husband and late nights uh with seth meyer supervising producer kevin miller since 2014 so mm-mm-mm. this new woman got his ass out here drinking that shit <sighs> can't trust these new chicks man they just come in ruin your life they don't care about your kids and all that shit she like listen turn up bitch i got kids too turn up (laughs) that's vince i don't think i should be drinking this alcohol you know i just got out of alcohol rehab i understand you want an emmy and everything but you know baby i I really feel like we should just go home from this party and, and stop you know stop drinking all this champagne and all this hard liquor that you passing around to everybody um you know if that's okay with you Lindsay, um maybe we can hey can y'all turn this down some of us got kids bitch i got kids too turn up oh okay lizzie ah! my bad um friday night pups mika kelly steps out with her dogs in la after workout session at west hollywood gym y'all know mika kelly from friday night lights or maybe knowing our audience y'all might know it from some other things oh some other things like what some rumors floating around some very unkind rumors uh <laughs> on friday mika kelly stepped out with her two dogs in los angeles area park hours earlier the 37 year old actress flaunted her tone legs and spandex bottom for a workout at west hollywood gym dogs are cute ain't they the former friday night light star is kept the captain for her outing with her pups chewy and fred minka who was rumored to be dating jesse williams wore a gray t-shirt with black sweats and added an adidas baseball cap mm. the tv star being that she walked her dolls prior to her canine outing minka made sure to get a workout in uh uh the studying brunette wore sheer panel camouflage leggings with white tank top and matching sneakers mika pulled her dark locks back into a low bun with a baseball cap on it last week it was announced the starlet was cast as dove in the dc comic series titans the new live action show will debut next year reports deadline she was linked with jesse in the summer she was rumored to have a relationship with the recently separated 36 year old actor he filed for divorce in april of this year from his estranged wife aaron drake lee earlier this month jesse reached a custody agreement with aaron regarding their two children they have shared they will share joint legal custody the Grey's anatomy actor and minka were seen grabbing some drinks together in mid-august the month before they went to the movies minka shared an instagram picture with jesse and a friend in january while in paris they were said to be working on a video game together i think he was pushing them playing with that joystick mm, playing them, them buttons, buttons. Mm-hmm. up down up down you know what i'm saying uh all right all right all right let me leave jesse alone he already having a tough time of it um 
let's 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 move into sore ratchetness so we can get out of here guys i've done a lot mm. of stuff today yeah i'm tired long day baby uh let's wrap this shit up uh where's my sore ratchetness sound effect uh it was just here there we go <laughs> A teenager flung a sword at his friend that he racially abused before telling police he wanted to chop his head off. Oh, 100. Liam Jones, white, um, <laughs> swung a samurai sword at a friend. Um, Liam Jones is 18. He shouted disgusting slurs at Aiden Bamford before trying to force his way into his 80 year old grand's house by slashing at her front door. Liverpool Crown Court heard an argument erupted between the neighbors in Brainerd Street. Mr. Bramford, who described himself as mixed race, went around uh, uh, around 11 p.m. Uh, to talk to a man known as Cockney Dave. Oh, uh, we all have a Cockney Dave in our neighborhoods, don't we? Next to the candy lady. Uh, Kim Edgerton, prosecutor, said Bramford, Mr. Bramford, may have owned a owed him five pounds but hooded jones appeared claiming he too was on money cctv footage shows jones pull an eight inch iron bar out of his trousers which he swung at mr bamford but missed mr bamford 18 went inside a return with a crowbar which he swung at jones hitting him in a bid to scare him away jones ran off but returned with a samurai sword stopping only to kick and dent a dent in a car wait and then a car in the road mr edgerton said he swings it once and then twice having raised directly towards aiden aiden describes it as being a whipping motion he fled inside and tried to shut the front door which jones slashed four or five times cutting off the letterbox mr edgerton said aiden was quite shaken by this he ended up vomiting on the doorstep officers arrested jones at his home around 10 45 a.m the next day and the teenager tried to escape through the back door he threatened to spit at the uh, one officer and tried to headbutt another before revealing he had a knife in his jacket what <coughs> we interviewed jones told police he was in, intending to chop aiden's head off and kill him oh you going to jail yes you are miss edgerton said he said he swung the sword as he intended to hurt him he admitted to calling him a nigger about seven times he also admitted to calling him a pussy bitch oh my oh wait p bitch i don't know p4 letters bitch what what the fuck is what cuss word is that duh piss bitch i don't know what that means anyway uh jones made threats to mr bamford and his family for trying to justify his actions during the arrest saying the officer said officers were confrontational edith bamford told the court she now feels like a prisoner in my own home while aiden bamford said he was he was left feeling paranoid jones admitted threatening with an offensive weapon possession of an offensive weapon two counts of criminal damage and obstructing a police officer he has no previous convictions but two cautions of battery and threatening behavior in 2015 tom watson defendant said the incident was highly regrettable because they were once friends he said the two neighboring families have both been trying to stop it and calm it down the defendant has behaved appallingly he is fortunate it doesn't get more serious still um he said jones is struggling with many problems including depression and self-harm and needed to learn how to control himself oh so now it's my problem right mr watson says the apologetic client have found custody very difficult and a major shock to the system judge anil murray said jones used disgusting racist words which meant he would uplift his sentence 
he said this was a very really serious and frightening incident it must have been terrifying lucky your, luckily your family pulled you away if it had not been for them who knows how this might have all ended judge murray said jones was considered a vulnerable prisoner but the offense was just too serious to spare him custody he handed him 12 months in a young offenders institution and five-year restraining order oh so i guess he's still a young kid over there mm-hmm. just over there learning lessons you know how these children are all right guys we'll be back saturday for feedback thank y'all so much for listening and hanging out with us until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.